We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's the True Faith Podcast Match Day Special. Spurs at home, I'm Alex Hurst. Going to be speaking to you uh, for the duration of the day. Mickey forgot the microphones this morning, so if you can hear the background traffic, I'm sorry. Send all complaints to Michael Collin. Um, name and address to follow at the end of the podcast. So I'm here with Sai. Sai, Spurs, open day of the season. Rafa Benitez, unhappy. Are we going to win? Rafa Benitez, unhappy. Give, give a shit. Um, if you read my preview, it's like, yeah, all right. Rafa's had a bit of a bit of a go all summer about the, the transfers. We haven't signed a striker yet, but we've got Dwight Gale hopefully fit. We'll, we'll soon see. Um, in any case, I, th- I think I think it's a winnable game. Spurs... All right. Yes, Spurs won 12 out of 13 last of their last uh, Premier League games. They've also got a very good side, obviously. Anyway, um, we, we go into this game as underdogs, but we're also Rafa's Newcastle United in the Premier League for the first time on, with a clean slate. So, forgetting the 10 games he had last time round, we're talking about. I'm, I'm just so excited. We're talking about Rafa managing the team. He's had a whole summer to prepare. Yes, he, signings or otherwise, he'll have got this team drilled and ready for this game and. The excitement this season is, yeah, all right, we haven't got the better team on paper, but knowing that Rafa will have prepared for every game and that we've got a chance against anybody, so excited. Very interesting, Sai. I think one of the one of the difficult things we'll have to get over after the match potentially is if we lose the game or we don't play well or all of these things might happen with the results yesterday as they were. How how we take that on and just the fan base fall apart with Ashley speaking tonight at seven o'clock. Well, uh, time will tell, but with me now, I've got a friend of mine, Hanu. Hanu, do you want to tell the listeners where you've come from for the game? You'll have to hold the phone. Hold yeah. it in your mouth. All right. Hello, I'm Hanu from Finland, and I'm here to enjoy the Newcastle Law. Uh, met Alex few one year one ago, year yeah. ago in, in the States, and now I brought my football fan mates with me, and we are really excited to see Newcastle play and hope you win. And we will we will be chanting for you with our with our full hearts. <laughs> you say you're a, you are a Newcastle fan now. That you're number one. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> of course, of course. I, I love football, and we we travel a few times a year around the world to see matches. And this was this was on our list for this year, and and uh, we are really excited to see them see the lads play. And best of luck. Cheers. Thank you, Hanu. Like we said uh, on Twitter, we saw always looking to speak to fans from who've travelled particularly from abroad to games. Uh, we're at the North Terrace pub at the moment, brand new renovated uh, pub in uh, top end of town. There's a lot of fans here. There's going to be a good atmosphere in the pub. As the flags have been donated by Gallagher Flags to kind of do it out. So I recommend coming along if you get the chance this season. We'll always be here. Um, 
and yeah I think we'll there's not much more to say I mean we spoke about a lot on the preview about the team Dwight Gale has to play just to be clear we've only had one pint so when I'm saying (laughs) we're going to beat Spurs I'm serious Uh, we are going to beat Spurs man it'll be fine Ron I'll probably next you'll probably hear from me and Si next uh, at half time So it's currently Newcastle United nil, uh, Tottenham Hotspur nil half time. We're sat up here in Block V, sweating, unbelievably hot in the second section. Sai, so far your 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 assessment? Uh, it's been a tight game. I, I'm not I'm not going to lie. Tottenham have had a lot of the ball, but but have they done anything of, of, of note? Not really. They've not really had a chance. They had a couple of pop shots from distance, but we've totally held them under control. We've lost two defenders to injury, which is a worry. Paul Dimonov. Lejeunov, which is he was playing really well. Um, that said, we've got lots of defenders <laughs> available, and, and Bemba's been brilliant since he's come on. I think uh, our brightest uh, performer going forward has been Atsu. We're asking a lot of him. He seems to be trying to be two men every time, but he's, he's, he's doing all right. Um, this is this is Rafa's plan, isn't it? We're never we're never going to win games like this by dominating. We've got to keep it tight. We're, we're matching them. We've not given them anything, and the game will open up as the second half goes on. If it's still nil-nil, I'm back where to get it, get something here. We'll take a draw, obviously, but I think we can nick something a bit later on. I mean, the lack of options on Spurs' bench is a positive. Though we've used two subs, obviously we've not seen it, but the Harry Kane tackle looked really bad on Lejeune. Lejeune looked a class above. He'll probably never play for again. No, but uh, yeah, just I think I think it was two stages like him. I think it was getting a 20 minutes at nil-nil. And then we came out a little bit more. We've had a bit of possession to get the half-time in a little. You've got to, you've got to have a lot of respect for the players have worked really hard. John Joe Shelby's worked really hard. He's hardly had a kick. Um, and yeah, just really positive. And Spurs have done now, really. Sissoko's done now. But you, you get the feel of one goal will win it. For Spurs, if Spurs, I think if Spurs score, they'll win. But it's all set up, side for a massive, big Alexander Mitrovic uh, salvo. You're right. It's definitely a one-goal game, this. Um... The only, say, the only way I can say it coming for Spurs is through a bit of a struggle. Look, like they'll hit a 30-yard shot with, a, with our goalkeeper, or, or you know, something will drop, it'll bounce off someone, it'll get a deflection. Obviously, if you're the team that has the ball more, that's more likely to happen. But if, if we continue the way we are, I, I can see we're getting something. And, and like you say, it might be a Mitrovic off the bench, and it might be a, it might be a Jacob Murphy off the bench, someone to come on and change the game a bit. But and then here's here's Thomas from from Warham. What do you think of the first half, mate? So, uh, rather than hearing Tom's three-minute rant about the support and the atmosphere at St James's and the um, status of people who stand or don't stand or don't sing, whatever, uh, he has asked that I take it off because he was uh, doesn't feel it was a fair reflection of um, his actual thoughts. So, out of respect for him, um, I've taken it out. Uh, Basically, this is the Match Day podcast. You obviously listen to it now. Um, if we continue to do them and it's kind of a work in progress, we'll sack them off if there's not much interest. We'll plan to do one at Huddersfield next week. I plan to do one at Brighton. Um, but there will always be kind of unedited. Well, all the podcasts are unedited, as everyone who listens knows. Um, there always might be stuff in there that's kind of said in the heat of the moment. One of the things we're trying to do a little bit more this season is try and get other opinions on particularly during the match day podcast of other other fans, other people that are there, particularly people that have travelled other games from quite a distance, 
Um, so that is the plan, um, and they'll always be unedited, and they'll always go straight out after the game. So we might miss some stuff, we might not. But at the end of the day, that's the point of the podcast. Really, it doesn't cost anyone anything. Um, we don't, you know, we do it for the passion and the love of talking about Newcastle United. Um, not everyone will have on the podcast. We're going to we're going to agree with that. We'll be boring. Or we might have some fans on who say things which might upset people or us. But you know, hopefully not. Don't aim to offend. But um. Like, you know, sometimes it's just going to go out just because someone says something on the podcast doesn't necessarily mean we agree with it or endorse it. But, you know, whatever Tom's asked us to take us out and he becomes the second person after someone football club to get me to change a podcast. So uh, he's got that one and I will let you get on with the rest of the show. Cheers. So Newcastle have been beaten by two goals to nil. Uh, it could have been more, but it definitely could have been less if John Joe Shelby hadn't fucking ruined the whole day for her. I'll start with you, Sai. Thoughts on the second half? Uh, aye. Uh, oh, I, I, uh, I, I don't know. The, the, the plan was there. We were, it, was all, it was all taking shape. And then that's the one moment that's totally changed the game. Got a little bit of sympathy because Ellie was being... Uh, Ellie? <laughs> Deli Ellie was being a little prick on the floor, but just, just don't. Just don't walk on him. There's no point. It probably hasn't even hurt him. So what, what have you gained other than three... Uh, Three game ban. Ben, um, do you think we played well? Yeah, brilliant. Uh, first 45, I thought we looked really solid. I think one of the things to keep a look at, like we, we need a bit more gun forward. I thought there was a few players were a bit quiet, but it's to be expected against a team in, of, of Spurs' stature. And I mean, Gail was Alderweire, kept quiet. Yeah, yeah. Alderweire was brilliant, I thought. But um, a lot, lot of positives. I mean, Atsu was really, really good. I think he was the standout sort of attacking player. Always looked dangerous, but we just looked really solid and. They, they didn't really look like they had any ideas sort of how to break with down so a lot, a lot of positives to take from that right Norman you're I wouldn't say buzzing but yeah far happier than most walking out St James's why is that? Really happy with a lot of positives to be taken from it um, I think Lejeune looked fantastic until he got injured I think people are forgetting we lost I'm not seeing his usually influential player dumb it, but we lost a player within the first 10 minutes Rafa's game plan that he had set out obviously changed within what the sort of first 40 minutes of the first half then we lost Shelby because of his petulance, but we still came out and attacked them, even at 2-0 down. Hugely impressed with that too. I thought Mancini looked really good, and I think there's a lot of positives to take from it. There's no need for, for doom and gloom. I'm, I'm really looking forward to Huddersfield and West Ham at home. Mickey, pass it to you finally, just before I have me say, you're annoyed with Shelby, obviously. Yeah, furious. It's, it's like we've seen the, the clips on, on our phones. It's just a ridiculous thing to do. If he's if he's gonna try and hurt him, at least at least fucking hurt him, at least stamp on him properly and actually hurt him. If, if you're gonna get a red card, you might as well do it fucking properly, which is a horrible thing to say, but it's true. Um, other than that, I thought we played quite well, defensively quite sound. We conceded two two poor goals and we didn't create anything, which is concerning. But but uh, that was after we after we had a couple of chances. After we went down to ten, really, there was there were struggles. Um, we'll see see what happens next week. I think we'll beat Huddersfield. Positive. Positive, right? Okay, that's it for today. We'll have a full breakdown show tomorrow night, about an hour long, looking at the game, probably good for everything. Thanks for listening. I've got no idea what Tom said, so I'm kind of looking forward to listening back to that myself. Cheers. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.